My name's Gamini and I'm all the way from the south of Johannesburg. I'm currently 27 years old. I was addicted to crystal meth for seven years of my life, brought up in prostitution, in gangsterism. I come from a background of gangsterism in my family. My name is Rashida Kearns. I'm all the way from Johannesburg, Westbury. I'm 26 years of age. What led me to drug addiction where I was rejected, I was unloved. I felt unloved by my family and I wanted love. Hi, my name is Lisa Roberts. I'm all the way from Cape Town, Mitchell's Plain. I'm 35 years old. I'm a mother of two daughters. I found myself in prostitution, gangsterism. The court took my children. I was rejected. I was molested as a young girl. I never grew up with my mother. I caught myself up with the 28. All my life I just was doing prostitution. My name is Tezan. I'm 18 years old. I am from Varfal. Not so long ago, I was a young, rebellious teenager. I was lost. I had no future. I had no hope. I I always try to fit in with society. I always try to please my friends. And then I lost myself in the process. I became someone I'm not. And that led me to drinking lean and smoking weed. I didn't try to fit in, but then it became my habit. My name is Pongan. I'm a I'm 34 years old. I was messed up from drugs because I decided I wanted to fit money in the wrong places, man. You know, growing up in a poor family without nothing, like a single mom suffering. And that life ended up taking me to the street. My name is Janice. I am from Noordhusag. I am 21 years old. I was a drug addict for six years. My choice of drug was crystal meth and mandrax. I am here for two months in the recovery home. So uh, we spoke to some former addicts and um, I also spoke to Roshni Katz, who is a mother and former drug addict, about her life. The reasons why she got into it, you heard from some of uh, the former drug users. And it's it's so amazing how it's reasons that you and I come across every single day. This is what Roshni's story is. I was raised by my mom. My dad died at a very young age. I was raised by a single mother. At the age of 15, I started experimenting with clubbing and going out. And by 19, I started with ecstasy. Then from ecstasy, I met my husband. And then we started using cat cocaine together. It started off just as a weekend thing where you go partying for fun. But when we got married, a lot of things started happening in our marriage. So I moved from the fun weekends over to using every day. And I moved to crystal meth and I started smoking crystal meth while my life was spiraling down to nothing where I literally, I lived in my car. I moved out of my house and I lived in my car. And, um, and did you have children? Yes, I did. I had a daughter of 16 years. She's passed on two years ago. I'm sorry to and hear that. So where did you leave your daughter at the time? I left my kids with my husband. I moved out of the house. First was my mother. And my mother couldn't take the strain because they had to go to school. And it, so financially, my mother couldn't handle all of that because my mother was an alcoholic too at that time. So I left my kids with my husband and I just moved out. I want to get into the why, why you chose to use drugs. So you say your mother was an alcoholic. So do you think you learned substance abuse at home? As in, uh, I won't say being comfortable with it, but even being able to broach it because you saw it at home. What were the reasons? It could have been because I started drinking at a young age. It was normal to drink with your parents, even light up a cigarette. And the community around you, was that normal too? Yes, that was. I grew up in El Dorado Park. That's totally normal. We, it's, it's okay if you smoke with your parents or you and your mom would share a cigarette. Yes, that was completely normal. In your marriage, what made it okay? What made you want to use drugs? Was it because your husband and you were already doing it as friends, so already th- there was no reason to be scared of doing that in front of him? 
that was part of it, and part of it also became where, where there was infidelity. My husband did his own thing, I did my own thing. So what made you stop? Eventually, when I hit rock bottom, I almost lost everything. I, was, I, see, I saw that I was going through this divorce, and my husband was going to win our kids, and I was going to end up with nothing. I moved to Pretoria to my sister, and I told her that I need help because I was really losing it. I was losing everything. When you say rock bottom, what did, what did that feel like? I'm just trying to imagine. What do you see that makes you say, I, I can't continue with this? Where I couldn't even take care of myself. Every cent I had, I sold everything I owned. I stole stuff from my children. I drew every cent out of the bank. I had no money. I couldn't afford putting petrol in my car. I could even buy myself a loose cigarette. That's how nothing I had. Rosha, what are you doing now that's helping you cope that you couldn't choose to do then? I ended up in Victory Outreach, and it's a free Christian recovery home. And in recovery home, uh, they taught me how to pray and how to fast and how to get a hold of God. And I felt a sense of love and because I was surrounded with people that was like me. And that's where I got my whole life together. I am now clean for five years. That's uh, the story of uh, former drug addict uh, Roshni Katz. The Central Drug Authority says drug abuse in South Africa is taking a heavy toll on communities and is fueling a life of addiction and crime among the youth. And uh, to get a sense of just how bad the situation is, chairperson of the CDA, David Bayevers, on the line with us. If we were to put um, a number to of the total youth community in South Africa that is on or addicted to drugs or was on drugs, what would it be? Hi, good morning, and good morning to your listeners. Um, very, very difficult to give you an exact number uh, mm. because, unfortunately, the reporting is very, very scant in South Africa. However, what we do know is that a large percentage, depending on the different areas, about 20% of people under the youth, under the age of 20, and amongst it's obviously our youth, uh, in the Eastern Cape are people who are using drugs. But it goes up to 34% in other regions as well. So it's a very large percentage of the population that are using drugs that are under the age of 20. I'm just curious, the tolerance of drug use in our communities, has it become higher given the fact that, I mean, there was a time where uh, marijuana was considered taboo, but now it seems to be such a, a recreational drug for many? Absolutely, and I think that this is one of the major contributing factors that we have, and that is the uh, fact that it is almost a socially acceptable principle. Uh, Look at smoking, uh, look at drinking under the age of 18, which is where it's supposed to be, but at home, it's okay. Um, And and this is socially acceptable. It's acceptable in the home. We heard Roshni saying that she learned it from her mother as well. This is what they've been brought up with as being the norm within their dysfunctional family. So they see this as part of an example led by parents. They see it as being condoned by society to a large extent as well. And, and this contributes to the problem. The whole debate around the cannabis issue is something that we need to pay our attention to. Would decriminalization make it better or worse? I mean, the debate rages on, I know. Absolutely. I, I think that there are reasons for the movement towards decriminalization, but it needs to come with a substitute. So what are we going to then substitute it with? Um, and, and that is, I think, the critical area. We support the fact that there could be a very, very compelling argument for decriminalization, but at the same time, we need to put in a system in place 
to divert these people where they can still be helped because there is unfortunately a health particular issue that needs to be cont- uh, contended with as well, uh, which is the result of the use, particularly over a long period of time on the one side, and then also depending on the age at which the initiation takes place, the younger the person is, the more detrimental it's going to be to their bringing up, uh, their upbringing rather, and also their development as a youth.